Hello and welcome back to the Around the Green podcast, the podcast about all things FC Motown. FC Motown is an amateur soccer team based in Morristown, New Jersey. I'm your host, Charlie Brooks, and this is the first post-game recap pod for FC Motown's first team in the new NESL League as they hosted Safira on a cold Saturday night. It was a back-and-forth game, but Motown shared the points against Safira with the final score of 3-3. Three to three. Stay tuned after this short break as I will recap the first NESL game as well as preview what should be another fun week for FC Motown coming up. So it was the first NESL game of the season for FC Motown on a cold Saturday night as they welcomed Safira in from Massachusetts, a long trip for the opponents at Morris County Central Park in Morris County in New Jersey. For those who do not know or want to know more about the league, the NESL is a new league just formed this fall as it is six teams from the Northeast and it represents some of the best teams in the area, including FC Motown, Westchester United, and other teams that have played in the NPSL and some of the top amateur leagues in the area. Motown's game was the last in the first match day of the new league, and what a good start to the new league it was for FC Motown. Less than a minute into the game, I clocked it at a at about 20 seconds to be exact, it was Christian Shkreli who found Eddie and Awobi, and their partnership this summer has carried into the fall, and it led to another goal in this game. Very quickly, it was Motown 1, Safira 0 after another Enawobi goal. From that point on, you could tell it was Safira trying to be physical to get back into the game with a plethora of fouls called as they were trying to slow Motown down and get back into the game. A lot of teams use this as a strategy to constantly foul Motown to slow down their game because they want to use their pace, especially up top. Motown has some great, fast attackers. There was some controversy a couple of times, but the first controversy in the game it looked like Motown and their defense had kept the ball in play, but the referee said that it went out for a corner. And of course, on the ensuing corner kick, it was Safira. They found the equalizer. It was 1-1. Motown, not long after, looked like they were going to take the 2-1 lead. They had a fantastic chance, but the ball hit the side netting in the game stayed tied 1-1. to Safira, right after that miss, took the ball down the other end, and instead of trailing 2-1, it was Safira that took the 2-1 lead. As the first half kept on going, it would be Safira continuing their strategy of constantly fouling Motown, and it worked once again as another counterattack for Safira, another goal they took a 3-1 lead. Just before halftime, there was a scuffle between the two sides, a lot of players shouting and yelling at each other after a pretty dirty foul from a Safira player on a breakaway. 
but surprisingly, the referees gave no cards after the whole thing happened and gave a free kick to Safira, even though the sideline referee had waved his flag for a free kick. Not entirely sure what happened there, but Safira got hold of the ball, even though it should have been a Motown free kick. Fortunately for Motown, they were unable to take advantage as right before that, right after that, I should say, it was halftime. A very tough 3-1 deficit for Motown at halftime. And it was really tough for them in the first half because they were unable to hold onto the ball long, really, as Safira would just constantly foul. A very hard way to play against any team when they are not letting you hold on to it. Instead, just going at your legs and taking you out. Freddie de Oliveira, he got most of the hacking dance by the Safira players. Luckily, he stayed healthy and was able to continue into the second half. In the second half, it was more of the same as Motown were being held back by a constantly fouling Safira. But about 10 minutes into the half... It was Motown that got the penalty kick after a handball by a Safira player in the box on a corner kick for Motown. A really interesting turn of events there as the player jumped to try and knock the ball away. But once he jumped up, he threw his arm up. Anytime your arm is above the shoulder, it's an easy call. The sideline referee made the call for the penalty, and it was Motown's Freddie de Oliveira who stepped up the very first penalty in NESL history. And it was De Oliveira who was able to put it away as he sent the goalie the wrong way. So one penalty in NESL history, and it's one for one for Motown. A great way for Freddie to stick it to the opponents who were constantly going after his legs, trying to take him out of the game, take the team out of their game. At this point, it was Motown that cut the lead from 3-1 to 3-2. It also felt better for Motown because Safira was trying to kill time by not lining up for the PK, and there was a little shoving outside of the penalty area. But the Motown midfielder, even though he had to wait a couple of minutes to actually take the penalty, he was nice, calm, and collected to cut the deficit to one. Safira then continued their strategy, trying to kill time. There were 30 minutes left, holding on to that 3-2 lead, but it was Motown that kept attacking, and eventually Motown were able to find the equalizer. After just coming into the game, it was U23 teammates Honest Merkulik and Aiden Surhat that linked up to make it 3-3 with about 10 minutes left. Honest with a great header across the box, an easy tap-in for Sir Hat. And I, I think it just adds to my assurances and feelings that these U23 players are going to be involved with the first team. And when they're involved with the first team, they are going to make some big impacts. And that's a big credit to head coach Alan McClintock, who's also the assistant coach for the first team. It is now two straight games for Motown in which a U23 player has scored for the first team. This one, a bigger goal than the last one, but of course, every goal that these players and every minute that they play with the first team is huge for them. Later in the game now is tied 3-3 
and following a free kick. It was Moten with a fantastic chance, but the Sephiric goalie came up huge and kept the game tied. Should have been a 4-3 Motan lead, but instead the game stayed 3-3. Shortly after that, the game would finish the final score 3-3. So a very good comeback for Motown. Even though they were trailing 3-1 at halftime, they fought back to get into the game. Had a great chance to win, but you have to say you will take a point from a two-goal deficit. Both teams will take a point to start the NESL fall season with five more games to play. So it was a good game for Motown coming back from a 3-1 deficit. Definitely successful there, but they will feel that they have plenty to improve on with a couple of games left in the league season and some very good teams on the schedule. Definitely not the kind of soccer that they were hoping to play, but it worked for Motown eventually getting back into the game. This game definitely was very entertaining, uh, not always for the good reasons, but Motown will be happy to have escaped without any major injuries. Unfortunately, a Motown player did have to go to a hospital visit afterwards as a Headbutt from a Safira player gave a Motown player a broken nose. Hopefully he will be okay, but it is something that the NESL probably has to look at. An unfortunate instance there as the referees definitely tried to keep control of the game, but it was hard as the two teams are going at each other. At one point, Motown yelled that there were over 30 fouls in the game by Safira. Not the kind of game that... Motown or any team wants to be involved in when the other team is constantly fouling. The Motown first team will return to Garden State Soccer League play this Tuesday as they will host Alliance at home and hopefully get back to winning ways. Motown's U23 team will also have two games this week on Saturday and Sunday after their games this week were postponed, so they got a week off basically. As always, make sure to subscribe to this podcast as I will also recap every single game from the first team to the U23 team, as well as have some interviews in the post-game recaps. You will hear plenty from players and coaches, so make sure to subscribe and follow me on Twitter to know when the newest episodes will be coming out. Until next time, this has been your trip around the green.